It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today. Day to has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Harold Perry Show. In person. (laughs) And now, Harold Perry as Honest Harold, the homemaker. Well, let's see what's going on in the little town of Melrose Springs, home of that popular radio entertainer, Honest Harold the Homemaker. It's morning now, and Harold is up and dressed, ready for another hard day at the microphone. He's just coming into breakfast when... Harold, Harold. Yes, what is it, Mother? Just look at the morning paper on the front page. Hmm? There's a picture of your boss, Stanley Peabody. Prissy Pants Peabody? Yes, look at him Mother, please, not before breakfast But Harold, it says he's leaving the radio station Well, uh, leaving? Let me see Stanley Peabody, station manager of radio station KHJP Made a surprise announcement that he's being transferred to a similar position at the radio station in Charlieville Well, what do you know? Ah, and see here, it says this is a real step up for Peabody And we predict that he will continue to rise quickly. Well, why shouldn't he rise quickly? He's a balloon oh. head. <laughs> well, say, I wonder who's going to take his place. Let's see. Mr. Peabody states he will name his successor today. Who do you think it will be, Harold? Well, I know who he should appoint, Mother. Me. Oh, wouldn't that be wonderful? Yeah, but he won't. I know Peabody. But I'm the logical one for the job, all right. I won the efficiency award last year. Made the fewest trips to the water cooler. Oh. <laughs> Maybe he will appoint you, Harold. Oh, he'd have said something by now. That stuffed shirt wouldn't give you... There's the phone. Excuse me, Mother. Hello? Hello, Harold. This is Gloria down at the radio station. Oh, hello, Gloria. Oh, Harold, Mr. Peabody wants to see you down here right away. He does? Yes. He says he has some good news for you. Good news? Tell Stanley I'll be right there. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Mother! Mother! Oh, yes. What is it, Harold? Uh, Stanley wants to see me at the radio station right away, Mother. Gloria says he has good news for me. Why, Harold, it sounds like he's going to appoint you. Yeah, guess so, Mother. (laughs) Harold Hemp, station manager. You know something? That Stanley's an awfully sweet fellow. Oh, but... I just hate to see him go. (laughs) Harold, you just said you couldn't wait until he left. I did? 
Why, I could bite my tongue off. <laughs> Oop, almost did. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mustn't forget to get Stanley a going-away present. How about a box of cigars? Say, good idea, Mother. Hemp's from hemp. <laughs> Who is it? It's me. Uh, I, uh, Harold Hemp. Oh, come in. Ah, good morning, Stanley. Good morning, Harold. Please sit down. Thank you. Nice fella. Harold, you probably heard that I'm leaving the station here. Yes, I did, Stanley, and I can't tell you how sorry I am to see you go. Nice of you to say so. <laughs> I got you a little going-away present. box of rather expensive cigars. Here. Why, thank you. And not at all. <laughs> Why don't you look at the card inside? All right. Oh, here it is. Havana Cheroots, a bang-up smoke for five cents. Oop. <laughs> That's the wrong card. <laughs> anyway, they cost six cents now, Stanley. Stanley, I hate to see you go, but I just want you to know I'll do my best as the new station manager. What? You? Station manager? Ridiculous. Huh? <laughs> That's the funniest thing I ever heard of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For your information, Hemp, the new station manager is going to be my second cousin, P.B. Peabody. Relative lover. <laughs> that was the good news I wanted to tell you. P.B. is coming here from the station in Charlieville, and I'm going over there. It should work out just fine. It should work out just fine. Oh, and I want to warn you, you'd better change your lazy ways when P.B. takes over. I hate him. Don't forget, a new broom sweeps clean. And you're the dustpan that should know. <laughs> I heard that, Hemp. If I weren't leaving, I'd fire you. If you weren't leaving, I'd quit. You better get out of here. I'm going, and don't bother to get up. Goodbye. Now what is it? Give me back my cheroots. I'm going to get my dollar twenty-nine cents back. <laughs> Certainly got his nerve bringing in a relative, P.B. Peabody. Wonder what the P.B. stands for. Probably peanut brain. <laughs> I've given that radio station the best years of my life. I'd quit right now. I knew where I could get another job. Well, maybe I'll... Oh, hello. Oh, hello, you old horse doctor. Say, Harold, I just heard about what happened at that radio station. Oh, I think it was mean that they didn't make you manager. Well, thanks, Doc. If I had another job, I'd quit. I thought you'd feel that way, Harold. And I know just the thing for you. You know another job? What is it? Yes, sir. When you have trouble, never fear as long as old Doc Yancey's near. Yeah, all right, Doc. What's the... Or... Don't be worried. Don't be nervous. Good old Doc is at your service. <laughs> the rhyming veterinarian. Doc, what's the job? Oh, it isn't a job exactly. Harold, how would you like to go in business with me? Uh, what kind of business? A mink farm. Huh? A mink farm? Yes, it's a wonderful business. All you need to start is two minks. Yeah. Then you just sit back and wait. <laughs> You mean we'd sell the minks for fur? Harr! Why, do you think I'd hurt those innocent minks? Oh, I mean sell the cute little fellas for pets. Oh, people that love them. I don't know, Doc. I can't see taking a mink out at night on a leash. 
Now, Harold, it's a wonderful idea. We'll make America mink conscious. Well... We'll start the farm in my backyard. First, we'll have two minks, then four minks, then eight minks, then sixty... Doc, I can multiply. So can the minks. (laughs) (laughs) By hand, by the end of the year, we'll have thousands. Think what cute Christmas presents they'll make. Well, you might have something there, Doc. Sure. Well, what do you say, Harold? I'll send for the minks right away. Okay, it's a deal, Doc. It's worth a chance, anyway. I'm going down and quit my job right now. Good. And we'll have a big sign. When you think of minks, think of Yancey and hemp. What? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Wow. See you later. Pleasure to tell Stanley I'm quitting. Serves him right, sneaking in his relative P.B. Peabody. Come in. Hmm. Wonder who that is. How do you do? Uh, cute. <laughs> uh, how do you do? <laughs> I'm Harold Hemp. Is Stanley Peabody here? No, he left for his new position in Charlieville. Oh, then P.B. Peabody's taken over here already. Yes. I suppose you're his new secretary. Well... There was something I wanted to tell Stanley, but I'd just as soon tell that relative of his, Peanut Brain Peabody. Oh, you would? Yeah, I'll bet this PB has a sour puss just like Stanley, too. <laughs> you think so? Sure. You please tell old yogurt face I want to see him. <laughs> Miss, uh, what was your name? PB Peabody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your PB? Yes. Penelope Brittingham Peabody. Oh, well, Miss Peanut Brittle, I mean... (laughs) I'm sorry. It's quite all right, Mr. Hemp. I'm glad you came in. You are? Yes. I think we ought to get acquainted. Get acquainted? Good idea. Sit down. Thank you. Uh, 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 There. Hmm, nice perfume. (laughs) Is that executive number five? (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Hemp, when I heard Stanley talk about you, I didn't realize you were such an attractive man. Uh, you're a lot prettier than I am. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Mr. Hemp, you and I will probably have to see a lot of each other. We will? Oh, yes. Business luncheons, late conferences... No telling when we'll have to put our heads together. Put our heads together? Oh, yeah. I think I'll get my hair cut short. (laughs) I almost forgot. When you came in, you said you had something to say to B.P. Peabody. Uh, Oh, well, it wasn't anything important. I'm glad. I thought you might resent a new employer coming in. I was afraid you might be going to quit. Me quit? No. <laughs> Anytime you want to put our heads together, just let me know. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I will, Mr. Hemp. Uh, just call me Harold. All right, Harold. And my friends call me Penny. Penny? Mm-hmm. Well, you certainly got the scent for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, goodbye, Harold. Goodbye, Penny. Didn't mean knock over the chair. I'll get it. Bump my head. (laughs) Well, goodbye. Bye. 
What a girl. Gosh, never thought I'd feel this way about a Peabody. Certainly going to be a pleasure. Hello, Harry. Oh, hello, Doc. Well, partner, we're in business. I just sent away for two minks. Minks? Yes. Did you quit your job, Harry? Quit my job? Are you crazy, Doc? I love it here. What? But Harry. <laughs> what did I do when the two minks arrived? Introduce them. Do <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> We will return for the second act of our story, Honest Herald, in just a moment. Make a special note that starting tomorrow night, you'll hear CBS's Thursday evening Broadway Playhouse one half hour earlier on most of these same stations. This Thursday, the celebrated comedian Edward Everett Horton will be starring in the Broadway Playhouse production of the comedy mystery, Whistling in the Dark. And be sure to listen for Harold Perry's Honesty Award announcement at the end of tonight's program. And now, back to Harold Perry as Honest Harold, the homemaker. Well, Honest Harold never thought that he'd see the day when he'd have a crush on his boss, especially a boss named Peabody. I sure didn't, Bob. Of course, it does make a difference when the boss turns out to be a very attractive young lady. You said it. It's morning now, and Honest Harold is just entering the radio station, eagerly looking forward to his first day with his new boss, Penny Peabody. Oh, Penny likes these sweet peas. Most expensive kind. Forty cents a dozen. Long stems. Good morning, Harold. Uh, good morning, Laurie. Harold, what are you doing at work so early? Oh, is it early? Why, it's only 8.30. You never get here before... All right, Gloria, for heaven's sake. Nothing wrong in showing a little interest in your boss. Uh, work. <laughs> Gloria. Harold, are those sweet peas for me? What? Now, look here, Gloria. There's nothing so unusual about bringing a little present for a new boss. Well, you never brought Stanley flowers when he was your boss. Well, I put that cactus plant on his chair once. <laughs> you got a rise out of that. <laughs> I think you've got a little crush on Miss Peabody. Now, don't get any wrong ideas, Gloria. This is strictly business, you understand? Just because I came to work early this morning, shaved extra close, waxed my mustache, put on my imitation argyle socks, that doesn't mean I'm romantically interested in Miss Peabody. Oh, of course not. <laughs> I don't think she gets it. <laughs> I'll see you later, Gloria. <laughs> Wonder where Gloria gets these ideas. Me interested in Penny, that's silly. Hope she's in her office. Penny, yoo-hoo, hoo <laughs> Guess she isn't in. Just put these flowers on her desk. There. Look pretty nice. I'll just leave my professional card. Harold Hemp, the voice with a smile, 1050 on your dial. <laughs> <laughs> Penny, I can just see you sitting there behind the desk. Hello, Penny. How are you today? That's good. Penny, I wonder if you'd go out with me tonight. You would? Boy, that's wonderful. Wait eight o'clock be too early? No, that'd be fine, Harold. Oh, that Gloria? 
What a sneaky thing to do. All right. Get ready, Yasha. We're going on the air. Okay, Harold. Quiet, boys. Hit it. Good morning, girls. This is Honest Harold, the homemaker, bringing you 60 minutes of humor, harmony, and household hints. I want to start my program this morning by singing a very special song, and I want to dedicate it to a wonderful girl, my boss. <laughs> Be my Lord, for no one else can end this yearning, this need that you and you alone just fill my arms the way you filled my dreams, the dreams that you inspire with every sweet desire. Be my love, and with your kisses set me burning. One this is all I need to seal my fate. And hand in hand, we'll find love's promised land. There'll be no one but you for me. Eternally, if you They say, sweet peas for sweet peabody. <laughs> did you hear my broadcast? Yes, I did. And it was awfully sweet of you to dedicate that song to me. Uh... <laughs> Harold. Yeah? Are you going to be busy tonight? Tonight? Why? Well, there are some things I wanted to talk to you about. I, I thought you and I might have a conference. A conference tonight? Oh. <laughs> what time shall I pick you up? Well, suppose we meet in my office at 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock? I'll be there. That's wonderful, Harold. Bye. Bye. Be my lord. <laughs> Guess I'd better be getting down to the radio station. Putting a little overtime in tonight. Oh, yes. Uh, how do I look? Well, uh, you look fine, Harold, but isn't it a little unusual to wear a tuxedo to work? <laughs> well, it's a sort of special kind of night work, Mother. Oh. I don't want to brag, but I think my new boss, Miss Peabody, kind of likes me. Oh, really? Yeah. Guess it's just my fatal charm. <laughs> Well, she might have found out I belong to the Aqua Velva Shave Club. 
Did she say she liked you, Harold? Like me? Well, no, but I can always tell. She's just asking me down there tonight as an excuse to get together. I bet by nine o'clock we'll be dancing in the moose room. Me, my lord. Oh, there's someone at the door, Harold. Oh, my goodness. I bet it's Pete. Made a date to go bowling with him tonight. Forgot all about it. Excuse me, Mother. Darn it. Should have remembered to tell Pete. Well, howdy, Harold. Uh, hello, Pete. All ready to go... Well, I declare. You going bowling in a tuxedo? <laughs> now, you see, Pete... You I... should have told me we was going formal, boy. I'd have put on my blue organdy. <laughs> have been the best-dressed couple in the bowling alley. <laughs> you listen a minute, Pete. I'm awfully sorry, but I won't be able to go bowling with you tonight. Oh. You see, i uh, got to do a little night work down at the radio station. Sort of a new problem has come up. Yeah, I've seen her, boy. <laughs> Should be kind of fun getting close to that problem. <laughs> now, Pete, if you're referring to my employer, Miss Penelope Brittingham Peabody, you're drawing the wrong conclusion. Oh, sure, boy. This is strictly business, understand? Pause-o-lutely. We'll probably discuss plans for my future programs, ideas to improve the station, cut down office expenses. What time you go into the moose room? Nine o'clock. Oop. <laughs> Have a good time, boy. <laughs> now, look here, Pete. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> It's Harold. Oh, come in. Good evening. Good evening. Well, here I am, Penny. All ready for a little night work. <laughs> yes, I'm... Why, Harold, you're wearing a tuxedo. What? Oh, yes. <laughs> well, I might be going out later on. <laughs> oh, I see. Well, shall we get started on our work? Yeah. The quicker we get started, the quicker we get through. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Since I'm new here, I wonder if you would help me make out the program reports. Oh, of course, Penny. Shouldn't take us over an hour. An hour? Mm. That'll be just right. Well, shall we get started? A lot of work to do, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Pretending she wants to work. Isn't that cute? <laughs> well, I can go along with a gag. <laughs> Harold, would you check these as I read them off? Mm. Um, Monday, 6 a.m., weather reports. Check. 6.15, news. Check. 6.30, recorded program, rhythm and romance. Check. <laughs> 11 p.m., dance music from the Moose Room. Double check. There, we're all through. Only took us an hour and 15 minutes. Check. <laughs> Excuse me. I'll put the reports back in the file. All right. Well, I guess we've stalled long enough now. Bet she's dying for me to ask her to go out. Well, that takes care of the reports. Thanks very much for helping me, Harold. Glad to do it. Uh, Penny, speaking of the moose room, I bet there are a lot of couples having a good time down there right now, dining and dancing. Yes, I suppose there are. Harold... I have an idea. Yeah? Why don't we move the files? Huh? <laughs> I think they'll look much better over against this wall. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> you can start on the A to F file. Okay. 
last one. Y to Z. Good. Harold, you should have taken off your tuxedo coat. It's all out of shape. So is Harold. <laughs> you know, I'm tired of being cooped up in this stuffy office, aren't you? I sure am. Why don't we get out of here? Yeah. Where should we go? Let's go up to the stock room and take inventory. <laughs> Nine hundred and ninety-eight, nine hundred and ninety-nine, a thousand. How many phonograph records are there, Harold? In just a minute. I'm almost through counting. Thousand and one, thousand and two, thousand and three, thousand and two. <laughs> well, that's it. Penny. Yes. Getting kind of late, and we work pretty hard. Don't you think we ought to relax now? Maybe go dancing at the Moose Room? Harold, I never go dancing. What? I have no time to be a social butterfly. What? My motto is work, work, work. But, Penny, look, it's almost midnight. Harold, don't be a clock watcher. Clock watcher? I have great plans for this station. We're going to make things hum. We are? Yes. From now on, we'll come to work an hour earlier. Eve? To make up for that, we'll all work an hour later. How's that? We'll have longer reports. Zoo. And shorter lunch hours. Zoink. Harold, where are you going? I'm going home before it's time to come to work. <laughs> oh, good morning, Harold. Uh, good morning, Gloria. Gee, you look mad, Harold. I am mad, Gloria. I made up my mind. I'm going to quit this job. What? That's right. I'm going in there and tell Miss Peabody right now. Oh, but Harold... No, no, no. Don't you try to stop me, Gloria. Yes, sir, I could be pushed just so far. I'll be very happy on a mink farm. Well, here's where I tell Miss P.B. a few things. Now look here, Miss Peabody. What? You're... Uh, Stanley! What are you doing here? Well, Harold, it took me just one day to find out how much I missed Melrose Springs. So I persuaded Penelope to trade our jobs back again. You did, Stanley? <laughs> well, that's wonderful. Stanley, you're the sweetest boss a fellow ever had. Oh, uh, thank you. And Stanley? Yes, Harold? How would you like a pair of minks for Christmas? Here again is Harold Perry. Yeah, thanks, Bob Lamont. And now, for our Honesty Award of the Week. Harold? Yeah. Yes, Gloria? Did you and Kirk Douglas and Sheriff Fiscalou select a girl candidate? Yes, we sure did, Gloria. And it was real tough going because after our mutual announcement last week, the nominations on girls really poured in. Oh, gosh, that's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> I like girls, too. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Florence Alexander of Kokomo, Indiana, wrote to us about... Well, here. You read us her letter, huh, Gloria? Okay, she says, Dear Mr. Perry... Now take your time. I am writing to you about a young girl, a teenager, who is a neighbor of mine. Well. We live in a little suburb of Kokomo known as Alto. Alto. Mm -hmm. About four months ago, she found a billfold containing $3,000 in checks and cash, mostly cash... That belonged to Conrad Halper. Halper, that's right. A driver for the Hamilton Harris Tobacco Company. I wonder if they got any of those cheroots. <laughs> she returned the billfold and contents and received an award. 
a reward. Yes. Yeah, I'm going to give her the award. <laughs> we all think she's a very honest girl, and we're very proud of her. Uh. And her name is Gwendolyn Elaine Smith of Rural Route 6, Kokomo, Indiana. That Rural Route 6, yeah. <laughs> Just say RFD, honey, it's all right. <laughs> and it's signed, huh? Mrs. Florence Alexander. Well, congratulations, Gwendolyn Elaine Smith of Kokomo. <laughs> I hereby dub you Honest Gwendolyn. Well, it's really sort of an Honest Haroldine Award. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very good. Now sit down, will you? <laughs> That's right, Gloria. And Gwendolyn, I award you a beautiful Wittenauer watch, that distinguished member of the Longine Wittenauer family of dependable watches. And thank you, Mrs. Florence Alexander of Kokomo, for your letter to us. Radio friends, if you know of some outstanding deed of honesty done by some boy or girl, please write and tell me about it. From the letters we receive, one outstanding deed of honesty will be selected each week, and the deserving youngster will receive a beautiful Wittenauer watch. We feel this recognition will encourage honesty in others and help combat juvenile delinquency. Send your letters to me, Harold Perry, Columbia Broadcasting System, Hollywood 28, California. Thank you. You have just heard the Harold Perry Show, Honest Harold. The supporting players tonight included Jane Morgan, Carly Bear, Olin Soleil, and featured Gloria Holiday as Gloria, Kathy Lewis as Penny, and Joseph Kearns as Old Doc Yak Yak. Norman McDonald directed, and the music was composed and conducted by Jack Meekin. Honest Harold, created by Harold Perry, was written by Gene Stone and Jack Robinson. Who are they? <laughs> George Jessel is Bing Crosby's special guest tonight. So for a wonderful half hour of spoofing and song... Jessel, huh? Stay tuned now for Bing's show, which follows immediately on many of these same stations. Bob Lamont speaking. <laughs> this is CBS, where you meet Mr. Keene, tracer of lost persons every Thursday night, the Columbia Broadcasting System. <laughs>